Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I don't got a gun. I got nothing against guns, but again, I'm 49 years old, and I'm not picking up any new skill sets (laughs) at my age. I feel gun owners have a good grasp of their gun. Plus, I feel when a gun owner hears somebody breaking into their home, the gun owner gets happy. (laughs) Right? Here's a little jingle at the door. He's like, oh, yeah. He tells his wife, just lay there, babe. I know you got a big day. I'm going to go take care of this guy. Now, last month, our alarm went off. This thing is loud. Woke me right out of a dead sleep. I'm up right away, and I'm not one of these guys that goes and handles it. I'm like, get up. Get up. She's like, oh, just go look. Yeah, what? I'm going to go look, take two to the head while you escape out the back with our two kids and start another family with some other guy. Get on my back. We're going out together. Go look. The hell you think you married? Rambo? Let's go together. I love it. That's Sebastian Maniscalco from his Netflix special, Is It Me? Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, you can pretend, you can lose weight by just pretending. Uh-huh. I was going to say, you can pretend to lose weight. No, you can actually lose weight by pretending. I'll have the story here shortly. Also, you may want to put a tennis ball in your pajamas. What? <laughs> okay. It is Thursday, the 9th of March, 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, a few weeks ago, there was a, there was a weight loss hack that involved tricking yourself into thinking you ate more by cutting your food into pieces and scattering them across your plate. I remember that, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. So it looks like you feel like you're eating more because there's lots of little pieces? Yeah. Essentially? Essentially. Like for quantity eaters like me, that's good. Right. But now there's an even easier option. Researchers from the University of Cambridge say that you can cut down on snacking by simply pretending that your most recent meal was bigger and more satisfying than it actually was. <laughs> you're tricking your brain, yes. which you've got to do. So basically, you're preparing to devour a sleeve of Thin Mints, but then you imagine that, oh, 
That that kale superfood salad I had at the meeting yesterday was big. It was huge. Even though I didn't have any dressing, I am really full from that. (laughs) And they say yesterday though. I know, I'm just using that <laughs> yeah. as a sarcastic Yeah, example. and you didn't have any dressing. What the hell happened? That is something that just makes me crazy with delivery and pickup when the condiments are missing or the dressing is missing. Well, and you handled that very well. It's yeah. like other people in the room would have had a fit. Well, it's partially my fault because I looked and checked everything. Mm-hmm. And we had another salad that had like a cup of hot chicken that had the dressing included in it. Mm. So when I opened Jeff's lid, I just thought it was... That's how it was supposed to be because it was included in it. Yeah. Because they don't put the dressing and stuff on top of the lettuce. They give you a whole separate right. thing. Well, the way here, the way my brain works when something like that happens is, ah, nuts. Oh, well, I guess God doesn't want me to have it today. <laughs> to be. But we all Lord knows go, I don't need it. We offered to go get you some dressing because, you know, there's got to be one in the fridge around here somewhere. Yep. Don't mm. need it. It's okay. But but the, but doing that whole oh my god yeah that, I'm still full from that. That can actually trick your brain into not needing the thin mints anymore. Yep. It totally can. Yeah, you've got to train your unconscious mind. Just imagine that your last meal was this big filling buffet, and suddenly you won't want all those cookies anymore. <laughs> this actually works. They conducted a series of experiments where everyone ate the same meal of rice and sauce. Then participated in varying exercises, including including visualizing the meal, and then were offered any amount of cookies as a snack. And the group of people who were told to pretend or imagine that the meal they ate was twice the size it was, yeah, ended up eating the fewest cookies on average. How huh. about that? That's really what you've got when you when you are really having a relationship with food. You really have to change the way that you see it. If you want to have lasting change, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why diets don't work. (sighs) Right. The whole thinking thinking around food has to change. Yeah. But I love the feeling of not feeling full. Yeah, because, I mean, when you do overeat, when I do it, I'm miserable. I'm just like, oh, God. I always say that's why, like, gluttony is a sin because you are so full that you feel sick and people are starving. Like, to me, in my head, that's how I kind of rationalize that. I'm like, don't overeat because you don't want to feel so uncomfortable that you you feel gross. I wish that the the system, you know, because the problem is, is your belly doesn't, it takes a while to let you know that it's full. And the whole time it's full. Yes, I need it to catch up. Mine doesn't work right. Because (laughs) then you can slow down a little bit. We start to actually feel miserable when you should stop eating Mm -hmm. instead of. A hundred bites later. Well, you know, Otto is probably the slowest eater in our entire family. Yeah, he's a pokey eater. And he's probably the leanest, Skinniest, right? That yeah. is absolutely true. Yeah. I Jacob wish I eats so slow. slow. Oh, my God. He'll take, he'll take, on the weekends, he'll take an hour and a half to eat breakfast. What? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two minutes. I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't eat super, super fast, but I eat quickly. And I think I got into that habit when I had my kid because if I wanted to have something hot, I would have to eat fast because who knew if she was going to cry or wake up or something was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I got to do all these other things that mm-hmm. I started eating very quickly. Well, I've slowed down too because 
the trigger that tells you that you're full. You're right. It is delayed. Mm -hmm. And I do find that if I just slow it down, it will eventually catch up and it sort of helps me hit that sweet spot. Because if I, there is that, I call it the sweet spot where you feel satisfied, but you don't feel full. Right. Mm -hmm. The other issue I have is not like I am a clean plate club eater. Same. Because I just feel like that used was to be. that was like a generational thing for like our parents. You're not yep. going to waste that food. And I genuinely have a mental self-inflicted situation with not wasting food. Right. Well, and here's the thing about it. Here's how I shifted my thinking on that. Is it's like if I'm not willing to put the food in the garbage can, then I'm making my body the garbage can. Yeah. Which we are, but I also have such an issue with it. Yeah, but you're going to throw it away regardless whether it's in your body or in the garbage can. And one of them is going to cause you health issues down the line. Yeah. We just need to do it with my friend. <laughs> one of them is going that. to make it yeah. sick. My yeah. friend Hines, she will eat slow. She will eat a third of whatever meal she orders. Mm-hmm. And then she will take it home and she will eat another third for breakfast. Right. Really this sl- is my mother. Really slow. And then she'll probably... <laughs> eat the other third for lunch or dinner that day. We went out to dinner last night. We were downtown and she, or I don't forget what she ordered, but literally took two bites out of it and we're like, she'll bring it home. She always does. Yeah. Yeah. She pretty healthy and pretty good shape. Yeah, decent. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to watch my mom at the end of a meal when we go out. Oh, I'm going to get at least two more meals out of this. A doggy bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, here's another hack. Here's another trick regarding your health that's not related to food. They did a survey recently, and they found over half of the people, about 56%, said they snore or at least have a partner who does. And about half of them have tried various hacks to try to cut back on the snoring. And the range of tips and tricks is all over the place. Some of the most popular things people have tried include using extra pillows, buying anti-snore pillows, Mm -hmm. uh, drinking more water. Breathe strips. Yes, I was going to say nasal strips. (laughs) Those are good. Nasal sprays, saline rinses and sprays, Mm -hmm. decongestants, taking a hot shower before bed and using a mouth guard. Others include avoiding alcohol before bed. I mean, I think all of these can can contribute. It's usually more than one thing. We used to, at our house growing up, have like a two by four that would be on the bottom of the bed. Mm -hmm. So you would be sort of on a... An angle. Yeah, kind of. You wouldn't feel it because it was only like, you know, three inches or whatever. But kind of helped. It, yeah, to elevate. Mm-hmm. Years ago, we bought a um, sleep number bed. Um, and it has a setting on there that's called snore. Mm-hmm. So it has one of those adjustable base thingies. Right. And you can open the app and hit what we call snore mode. And it elevates you just enough to where you're supposed you to. Yeah. And I do it all the time. Is like there a, It's worked for us. If Scott's asleep, I'm like. For a sinus mode. Yeah. Allergy mode. I, think they, I mean, they have like different <laughs> modes on there for different things. Mm-hmm. But that to me has always been one that's been kind of effective. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sleeping sitting up. Sleeping backward with your head at the foot of the bed. Uh, just a few of the hacks that we've heard over the Sleep, years on how to cut that back do? on Sleeping with your foot at, head at the foot of the bed. A lot of these don't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't understand because, that one. Because, you know how I said avoiding alcohol before bed is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is drinking alcohol before bed. And I can tell you that's not 
That doesn't do it. No. no that you. makes you snore worse. And then there are the weirder hacks, which may be randomly discovered brilliance or just social media silliness. Taping your mouth closed, which sounds very unsafe. I know someone who is doing that, and it is working for her. As long as she's she got a clear a nasal mouth passage. breather, and her by keeping her mouth shut and forcing her to breathe through her nose. Really? It's not dangerous? I don't know. I don't know who. I wish I knew who recommended it to her, whether it's total, you know, crackery or if it was like somebody that like knew because I don't know if it's safe either. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing it. I wouldn't recommend that to everybody. No, no, but uh-huh. she is. Uh, this doesn't sound safe either. Putting a peg on your nose. Oh, I see. You mean like a clothespin or something? To force you to uh, breeze out of your mouth? I imagine that's what they mean. No, that wouldn't make any sense. These are stupid. <laughs> people are desperate. They don't people do not want a CPAP. They don't want to they don't want to go through the testing. Why? They don't want to spend the money. Well, they I may not be able either. to afford it with insurance. Their insurance may yeah. not cover all of it and it's an expensive machine and I know. You know. But I can't imagine I, I can't imagine going back. Now you're addicted to it. Do you well, need that makes it, it sound do you like need it anymore? Do you need it anymore? I thought when I lost the weight, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. but I still do on occasion. It may not, maybe not as often. Like if we lose power, it's not a catastrophe if I don't have it. Will you still stop breathing in the middle of the night if you don't have it? No, but I do snore. I will okay. snore. And that's where we have to do all these little adjustments. adjustments. But I do find one of the other things that I like about the CPAP is the humidity that I get from the distilled water tank Mm -hmm. is I don't, I don't, I never wake up with that dry throat or dry mouth that I used to. Are there any long-term health effects of doing that? Because it seems like everything that is supposed to be good for you eventually, you know, turns into a potential problem. Have there been any really long-term studies on that that say, you know, if you use this for 20 years, you're going to have throat issues or Anything like that? Well, none that I'm aware of, but here's what I can tell you. When I started, when I went on the CPAP, Mm -hmm. you know, there were pressure gauges, there were pressure numbers based on your need for it Mm -hmm. and how often you snore or stop breathing. And in my case, the pressure over time gradually has dropped all the way to the bottom. So it is on the lowest possible setting that it can be in terms of Of what you're getting. Right. Okay. For whatever that's worth. Um, on average, the people in the survey say they spend about $40 a month to try to just improve their snoring. Yeah. But if they could stop it for good, they'd be willing to shell out as much as $340. So is the main reason for snoring is weight the number one cause? I think sinus too, though. It can be often, but it's not always the case. Okay. It it probably is true if I were to guess we need a sleep expert on, but I would I have been told that that is the truth more often than not, but it is not solely kind of like high blood same thing with high blood pressure, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. Seventeen uh, percent are spending money seeking help for medical professionals, but sixty one percent say that while they might try a potential remedy here and there, they've just come to accept that uh, it's just not going to go away forever. Yep. Yep. So there you go. 
Anna says, uh, speaking of food, I learned to eat fast from the school lunches because I had such a short time to eat. 12 oh, years of doing yeah. that. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. something, too, when my kids started kindergarten, you know, you read all these, like, prep sheets about how to get them ready. Mm-hmm. And that was something that they suggested that you have your kids do is try to eat lunch within 20 minutes. Yeah, because seems that's like about, forever. Because that's about how long they have. Well, most kids are like Jen's kids. Like, they sit down, they wow, nestle in. let me tell you, it's an they event. They feel like they have some time. Yeah, And then they go to, the like, school lunch, and it's like, bam, bam, bam. See you later, bye. But he has the best digestion. <laughs> I think know? there's something, like, instinctually in my brain, like, from way back 10,000 years ago. In your DNA. Like, I better eat that food bef- before that saber-toothed tiger grabs it from me. It could be. Or before that Maybe other you. Neanderthal, you know, yeah. hits me over the head with a rock and takes it. But you, it may have, you, you may have a former life where you had to really fight for yeah. your food. And same yeah. thing in the fall where it's like winter weight. Like, mm. once October clicks in, it's like, it is time to freaking eat everything. Maybe you were Because a I have to in sleep in a life. cave till April. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Amanda, talking about taping your mouth closed, Amanda says uh, if you do it right, you use a small piece of tape uh, because mouth breathing can over time, you talk about long-term effects, she says mouth breathing over time can actually change the shape of your face. Huh. She said you don't cover your full mouth with the tape. And she recommends a book by James Nestor called Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art. Hmm. That's interesting. Which may be of interest to you. Yeah. It is 823 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Oh, and yes, I meant to say on this topic, one of the crazy remedies for stopping hearing snoring. snoring, which may or may not work, putting a tennis ball in your PJs to stop you from lying on your back. So where does the tennis ball go? On, your on, on our and back. It goes on your back, so it forces you to stay on your side, supposedly. All right. I didn't say it worked. <laughs> I just said it was. I think I would need more than one, and I'd have to sew it into the shirt so it stayed in place. People have done that. Yeah. Yep. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Alex. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. How'd doing you sleep great. last night? <laughs> Not great. My one and a half year old was screaming all night for God knows why. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those just now, the best. Yeah. Is that typical or uh, is, is the baby no, a little more? she's usually pretty good, but I don't know. She's had a bit of a cold, so she oh. was probably just oh, uncomfortable and needed some no. snuggles. Is she your yeah. first? No, she's my second. I was so going to say, you, a four and a half year old. you sound experienced. Yeah, you don't sound oh, yeah. like you're at all, like, frazzled over the crying part. You're just tired. <laughs> a little 
little bit. Because <laughs> when it's the first, you're like, oh, my God, what's the matter with my baby? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you sleep with a snorer? Um, mm. Very rarely. He's, he's usually pretty good. So. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I, no for I used to sleep with a snore, and I realized one night that it would be very easy for me to kill him because <laughs> he was snoring, and I reached over and I like squeezed his nose. Yeah, you know, because I just had it. Right. So I squeezed his nose, and he did not open his mouth to breathe. Oh no! Oh, yeah. And I'm like, if I just held it, did you give him the nudge, <laughs> honey? Honey, roll over. We Wake forget to breathe. Oh, yeah. Kick. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah. It's a common trick. If you sleep in and you snore, and I'm like, no, no, no. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not yeah. having it. Yeah. And it usually sucks because it's the person that snores gets that gets to stay in the bed. If oh, somebody's going to okay. get up and go into another room Amen, and sleep. girl. Yeah. It's, it's always, always me. It's the, it's the victim. It's right. the victim. Yeah. Right. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 with the 1K letter of the day. <laughs> you can pay for a babysitter and get maybe a night at a hotel oh, and get a full <laughs> night's sleep. 21C for the night. How glorious would that be? Right. Breakfast in bed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you got the letter R as R. in REM. Oh. Wow, that's All fantastic. Right. All right, so 30 seconds, answer 10 questions, and begin with the letter R. Don't repeat any of your answers, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. So here we go. Are you ready? Yes. With the letter R, name something you glue. Pass. An office supply. Pass. A verb. Run. Something you fold. Pass. Something white. Rabbit. A university. Rutgers. A sport. Race car driving. Something you bite. Pass. A body part. Right arm. Something you freeze. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to blame that one on my daughter. She yes. Tired. There you go. <laughs> now, if it's she had said. Her name is Rachel, so should have put oh, her for one of those. Yeah, no kidding. Something you bite, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> That's funny. I thought about it for half a second. But. <laughs> now, if she had said to something you bite, rear. And then sure. name a body part. She said rump. Would that be considered the same That's thing? Two different, two different words. words. That's two different what words. I thought. Yeah, two, two different, different words. words. She I would have so given many it body to parts. Her. I was thinking the rib, retina. I mean, just like so many things. Yeah. Yeah. But it's different though when you're doing. And then Tim, yeah. I kept thinking rhubarb. Yeah. Yeah. Rhubarb. <laughs> rhubarb. Right. Loves good. Rhubarb. Well, Alex, well, I tried. You need yes, to come back did. on a, on a morning where you had a better Please night's sleep. Please do. Yes. <laughs> exactly. For I will sure. try again. All right. All right. Get Bye, some rest this you. weekend. See ya. I'll try. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Right. See you Bye. Bye. 8.35. <laughs> a new hormone injection can sober up drunk people twice as fast. Really? Have you ever had to drag a drunk friend home from, from the bar? Oh, yep. who hasn't? Have you ever been that drunk friend? Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I had like a flashback to my 21st birthday the other day. And that wasn't pretty. No. That was, 
You had that a flashback? Was, I like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it came to me in a dream or a daydream or whatever, but it just the, the memory popped into my head of us driving away from Mother's, which is the name of the bar that we were at, and my whole upper body was hanging out the passenger side oh, window. My, oh, my God. Was that real life or? That, it, oh, no, that happened. That, oh, so oh, you yeah. really were hanging was, out the side? I, I was just, I could just remember my hair just flowing in the breeze. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were in a cab. Kristen and I were in the backseat of a cab with a really drunk friend in Chicago. Yeah. And, like, she was almost passed out, and we're literally trying to physically, like, carry and drag her back to the hotel. And we had some, like, some pizza from the dinner, and that was part of the problem. She hadn't really eaten that. She had been drinking. And so I go into the to-go thing, and I open up the pizza, and I'm like, here, you you need to eat something. And she takes the pizza and she hucks it out the cab window. <laughs> like this entire pizza. She's like, I don't want any effing pizza. Yeah. Get that out of my face. And isn't it, it's just, it's the worst. Too. Like at this, t- at this phase of your life, you know, right. you hit a certain age and that kind of drunk is just like. Oh my God. Really? Yes. Re- you it. don't know better. We're in our 40s. By now. Right. Yeah, but those kinds of oh situations every now and then are really, really fun. <laughs> yeah. Really fun. I know. Every Getting time we see situation. you, we're going to yeah. bring up that moment. I don't want to hear it. I don't know how it happened, but I got so drunk. <laughs> Yeah. I threw a pizza out the window. I don't know how I got it. Uh, there's a pizza out on Michigan Avenue right now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, anyway, the researchers at University of Texas Southwestern say they've come up with a new hormone injection that can make people sober up twice as fast. The hormone is called Fibroblast Growth Factor 21, or FGF21 for short. Our, our liver produces it naturally, but they found a double dose might help. Basically, they got a bunch of mice drunk, tested it out on them. First, they injected them with a binge dose of alcohol. Then some of the mice got the hormone injection, and the mice with the hormone injection sobered up a lot faster. They also tried a second experiment where they got the mice so drunk they passed out. Jeez, oh, poor mice. <laughs> I, this, this, I hate this animal testing. It's and the so ones sad. who got the hormones that time actually woke up twice as fast. Now, if it's safe, it might eventually be something you could buy to help make that drunk friend of yours a little less wobbly. But at first, it might be more of an emergency treatment. Kind of like Narcan. Yeah, when someone ODs on opioids, they get Narcan. So it might be like that, but for people with alcohol poisoning, which is a thing. You don't want that. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, no. Right. Okay. (laughs) So. I was reading... Sorry, not to interrupt you, but I was reading an article this morning about a new zombie drug that's coming to Cincinnati, and they had um, Dr. Samarco on there. Is it Borg? No, it's not Borg. Um, it's actually, I forget the name oh, of it. Oh, it was but fentanyl call, mixed with. Mis- mixed with a horse tranquilizer. Oh, great. Yes. And she was saying that the reason, not that it's not already dangerous enough, but it's the reason horrible. why it's so dangerous is because it does not respond to Narcan. Because the Narcan responds to the fentanyl, but not the horse. Correct. Right. Right. And that's what she was talking about. Yeah. That. And yeah. the question was posed, why are why are they putting it in these street drugs in the first place? And it's because it's a cost-saving move for them. They're able mm-hmm. to use less of their product they're, and right. make the same pro- amount of money. The real product. Unquote, real product, yeah. 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 That's how they make more money off their oh, stuff. It's awful. Terrifying. It is. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't buy it. Don't. Have you ever had to stay in a dingy hotel room? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I made the mistake of not planning ahead. I was driving back from Boston. I was in Pennsylvania. It was late at night. I wasn't tired, so I kept driving. And there's a long stretch where there ain't much. Exactly right. And now I'm tired, and I need to stop somewhere. And I don't have a lot of options. And my GPS isn't very helpful because the nearest hotel's... Was 200 miles back. (laughs) Exactly. So there was like a very small hotel that will remain nameless. Oh, God. That was disgusting. Yes. And I I just, you know, you have the feeling when you're walking up and you're like, okay, just because the outside of the building is kind of, doesn't (laughs) mean it's going to be that bad inside. (sighs) It was worse. Uh, Oh, no. Like Bates Motel? That's what I'm thinking. It it was not quite was that, it a but pretty cha- close. It was a cha- so it was a chain. It was a chain. Okay. Oh, wow. And I went in, and honest to God, I kid you not, the toilet seat still had wet pee on it, oh. as an example. Oh. Did you stay there anyway, or did you leave? I had no choice. I had to stay You could have slept in your car. Uh, but you wouldn't have had a bathroom or anything else. Right. Yeah, that is the way because that's where you get into trouble on the long road trips when you get into to places like that where there just isn't much. Yeah, it's, you, you really do have to plan. I mean, I'm at a point now where I can sleep in my car without needing the CPAP, but that yeah. was a time when I you didn't have it. I needed to. Yeah, yeah. I, needed, I needed a plug basically. Anyway, life hacker. Uh, life hacker just posted a list of top things you might want to clean yourself. After you check in to a dingy hotel room, <laughs> and most or of them any are, of them really, yeah, most of these things are things that guests touch a lot, but but that maids just don't clean enough. So you, you might want to bring some disinfectant wipes with you. Mm-hmm. The TV remote, obviously, because everyone uses it. Uh, the nightstand is another because surfaces in general might not get wiped down enough, and of course the door handles. Another thing that every single guest touches, the light switches, the phone, if you plan to use it. Yeah. See, that's a big one for us. Because, you know, we don't have a home phone. So when we go to hotels, my daughter thinks it's so fun that there's a phone in there. So I usually will just, like, unplug it from the wall or unplug the actual phone and let her play with it. But I never thought to actually wipe it down because I'm like, no one's using that phone. Yeah. When was the last time you picked up a hotel phone? Yeah. But now I'm going to. Uh, keep in mind the toilet handle is another one because people don't wash their hands before they touch that, and it's a part of the toilet that gets overlooked a lot. Uh, there is the coffee maker. Here's a tip. Run the coffee maker through a cleaning cycle if it has one. If not, at least rinse the pot out. Yeah. And if the mugs are ceramic or reusable, you might want to clean those too. I do that with the glasses. Even though they're on that little doily thing, hold it up to the light. You'll you'll see. Oh, that needs a wipe down. Yeah. That needs a little warm, soapy water. Yep. And here's one more. The comforters on beds don't always get cleaned enough, but unfortunately you can't do much about that. Unless you're in this group, a poll in 2019 found that one out of ten people actually bring their own sheets when they stay in hotels. That's mm. a lot to pack. So now you know. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.